I have to believe that believers and non-believers alike would have to admit that the text before us today is hard to believe outside of faith. The annunciation to Mary from the angel Gabriel is so familiar to most of us that we may miss this profound gift. But if we step back and re-listen to the moment of the announcement as best we can from Mary's perspective, I pray that you too will be left right at Mary's confession. Behold, I am a servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And so I say to you on this Christmas Eve morning, grace to you and peace from God our Father. Through the gift of his Son, Jesus Christ, our God with us promise. Amen. It's interesting to ponder just how Luke, the writer of this gospel, came in possession of these pre-birth stories. Luke, the physician, uh, could he have interviewed Mary before she passed? Or more likely, did the one who had these stories relay them to Luke? Needless to say, Luke's account is wonderful and is our go-to gospel every Christmas Eve. The account is written so wonderfully. It's written in such a way that the listeners, we get a special seat at its hearing, don't we? We get to hear the angel's words, the exact moment when the promise of the ages, the promise of the one who is to come, our second Samuel promise, was given. Our Heavenly Father wasn't going to bring this message through a human prophet, not this one. It was too big, too important. Gabriel, the very one who stands in the presence of God, the Most High, he would bring the message to Mary. And when God wants the message delivered and believed, God goes right to the best, and so the message doesn't have to be filtered through a person. You're wondering, boy, he talks funny or looks funny. <laughs> no, when an angel shows up and delivers the message, it's delivered. Amen? <laughs> it's an unfiltered promise. An unfiltered promise is what the angel brings. Mary's two responses to Gabriel's message are such a gift to us today. We get to hear our very human reactions when a promise is given to one who has been humbled, as Mary proclaims. How can this be, she says. And then we get to see what faith says to a promise and a calling when it's delivered fully. Let it be to me. These two responses, what a beautiful gift. 
And in between these two responses of Mary, we have this powerful assurance, for nothing will be impossible with God. So Mary is troubled by this message. Greetings, says Gabriel. Greetings, O favored one. The Lord is with you. And can you imagine? Greatly troubled? <laughs> That's one way of putting it. I've only heard and, of course, read the Bible descriptions of angels, but I can guarantee you they look nothing like our precious moments angels. I hope you realize this. They are bright with the light of heaven. They are fierce as the wrath of God. Their very presence is God's message brought. What would you do with a visit like this? And this news, if the angel Gabriel were to come to you, what would you do? If you're anything like Mary, you will quickly feel unworthy. The news comes to us through hearts and ears of those who are trapped in sin. We live in this old world, sons of Adam, daughters of Eve. We know we don't measure up to heaven. Now, if we compare ourselves to our neighbors, well, not bad. Looking at you guys, I'm doing okay. <laughs> we have a standard of comparison there, but now, how do you compare yourself to perfection? to holiness, to omnipotence in your presence, to almightiness right here. Wouldn't we all respond troubled that the God of the universe has now come to me and extended a favor? I tried this greeting on Pastor Jason on Wednesday after Vesper's worship. <laughs> Didn't know I was going to bring that up wherever you are. There you are. Yeah. Worship had ended. I was on my way out. And because he was engaged in a conversation, I tried to kind of walk past him. He tapped me on the shoulder and extended the peace because we peace out on Wednesday worship. And then I said... He extended the peace, and then I said, greetings. And because I was so into the text, I said, oh, favored one. <laughs> he had none, none, none of that. He wouldn't have none of that greeting. He quickly fired back with a chuckle. Oh, no, oh, no, I'm not the favored one. That one's coming, he says. And that's just the reaction, isn't it, of a man greeting a man with that? But now at an angel with the same words. How would you feel? Like Mary, when God's perfect law humbles us by pointing out how weak and frail we are, pointing to our sinful nature, when she says the Magnificat, I am of low estate, he has lifted me up. She knows she has no credentials before God. 
no purity in heart that would cause God to favor her, and yet she was chosen by God to carry his son. I liked how Catherine Lewis, a biblical scholar at Lutheran Seminary, put the very human reaction of Mary with these words. She says, it is no small thing to be regarded, to be favored, especially when you are exceedingly aware that you should not be. So what troubles us? We are fully aware, are we not, that we are not what our holy God would expect us to be nor command us to be. Like Mary, we know that we don't deserve this title. The law has done its work on us. When heaven comes this close, we certainly don't see ourselves as favored. We see our faults, our regrets, our shortcomings. Like Mary, we are humbled by the law of sin and death. It is a scary thing to be filleted open and have all of your thoughts and actions and motives laid bare, knowing that there's nothing to hide behind. There are no excuses worthy of uttering when you stand in the presence of the Most High God. You've got nothing. I've got nothing. Mary had nothing. And yet, how is it that the Lord of heaven and earth has chosen you and me to receive the promise of salvation before we could earn it, before we could deserve it? This same heavenly message of promise is ours in baptism, this one of favor. In spite of our sin, in spite of our low estate, God has shown his favor to us through his Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior who endured the cross. The angels had that right too, didn't they? For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, a Savior. And now Mary receives her heavenly calling. You will bear a son. You will call him Jesus. Mary's calling was given to her through the favor of heaven. And this is our baptism gift, isn't it? Chosen, favored, and sent with a calling that we don't necessarily get to choose, do we? Mary's calling was given to her through the favor of heaven. She also received the great news that a relative, Elizabeth, too, has received the impossible news of a pregnancy. And is it any wonder that Mary went with great haste to see Elizabeth, someone also with a grand calling indeed, a companion, a confidant, a gift of a friend and mentor, one who will come alongside her in faith. Don't we all need this?
Once Mary has received the angel's words, the angel listens to her response, just waits. And then what does Mary say? Her second response, let it be to me. Let it be to me. Incredible gift. Uh, when you've been given a promise, how do you live with the promise? Well, how's your year gone? How has it been? Has it been what you expected? How's your life gone? <laughs> Are you exactly where you plan to be? Or is the proverb right? Man makes his plans, God directs the steps. Did you ever think you would be doing what you are doing right now? This is how God works. But then, of course, it may not have gone any way that you'd hoped or dreamed or prayed. Certainly not for Mary. But what is the response of faith? What is it? Let it be to me. I love that. What a beautiful gift to know how to live with a promise when even the news is just so overwhelming. You can hardly process it. But what does she say? In faith, let it be to me. Clearly, the Holy Spirit has given her an extra measure of faith to respond in such a wonderful way. And clearly, God gives it to you. This is what we hold on to in this moment. This is what makes this announcement so special. We get to see that, yes, we've got the same promise. We're not carrying the Christ child, bearing a Christ child uh, in nine months of pregnancy. We're receiving this gift of a lifetime called his promise. But we also get this gift of knowing now, no matter what happens, what to say. Let it be to me. O favored ones, amen.